Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. Well, good morning. Happy Monday. We wank it back from the weekend, and it is time for the grind. Some of you might be taking a couple of minutes to get refreshed and recharged, others, you're just blitzing right into the week. Either is fine as long as it serves you productively. Today, we're going to get a little personal, a little mushy, a little sentimental. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. But first, I want to remind you that today's episode is sponsored by Reraw's very own Facebook group. That's right. Absolutely 100% for free. If you are an active licensed realtor, you can cruise on over to reraw.com forward slash FB for Facebook, reraw.com forward slash FB, and you can join our Facebook group. And it is also sponsored by Reraw's brand new Lead Drops program. That's right. I am not here to sell you leads, but rather to teach you how to get them. So if you're struggling with leads or maybe you're just like, hey, I'd like a little bit more control of my business and I don't know what the heck to do, but I'm tired of cold calling. I'm tired of banging on doors. I'm trying to do the same old stuff that everybody else is doing and I'd like to learn some new things that give me control of my business and make me an agent that adds more value. So even if the market dips, even if there's a shift, even if there's a total crazy recession, you, my friend, can be resilient and survive. So you can head over to leaddrops.com. Go check it out, leaddrops.com. All right, let's start off with our journals. It is a typical practice for us to pop into the journals. You need to make sure that you are doing this on a weekly basis. This is an opportunity. Uh, if you'd like to pause the episode, you can go through this uh, very quick practice. Shouldn't take you but five or 10 minutes at most. Uh, but long story short, on the journals, you should be writing down your list. You should be writing down uh, what you need to do for the week, block your time, do all the good things that need to be done. So what I like to recommend is you give yourself a quick evaluation of this past week. What worked for you? What didn't work for you? Think of the things that worked well and continue doing them. The stuff that didn't work, figure out, is it because you weren't working or because what you were doing wasn't working? Let's get rid of the stuff that's not working for you. And if you're not working, let's evaluate what's getting in your way. What's, what's causing the problem? What's keeping you from, from your very best? Okay, and then, uh, and then let's move forward, right? Give yourself a score for this past week. Kick yourself in the pants just a little bit so that you know what exactly you need to be doing moving forward. Then write down what are you committed to this week? What actions are you going to do? What small fine two things, fine tune, there we go, fine tune things need to be adjusted so that you can actually uh, make corrections to your business for the sake of productivity. Guys, I'm telling you, if you do this every single week, you do this every single week, you're never more than one week off pace. Even if you have a shit week, look, sometimes it happens. I get it. I have those weeks too. I have those weeks in my business. I have those weeks in my personal life. I mean, we all do. We're people, right? So what you need to do is make sure that you're checking in with yourself every single day. You're staying committed to what you promised yourself and your business and your family and, and your bank account that you would do. 
right? Stay tight to those commitments. And if you get off track, that's fine. As long as you're checking every single week, checking in with yourself, being honest with yourself, no excuses, no bullshit, no fluff and stuff. Make those small fine-tuned corrections so that you can get that plane back on the right path, okay? If you do that every week, you don't find yourself like going the exact opposite direction. You're just a little bit off track and you make a small adjustment and you get back on pace, okay? All right, guys, let's move on to the topic for today. So, I don't know any of you been stalking me on Facebook or checking out some of my posts or um, keeping an eye on things, but guess what? On the 8th of August, my amazing wife, my better half, uh, she and I celebrated our 10-year anniversary. And as much as we joked that we were done, hey, everybody, uh, we're tying things up with a bow and getting rid of this. There's no reason to keep on doing it. Uh, we're actually pretty madly in love, and uh, well, at least I, I'm madly in love. I think she is too, because she signed up for another year at least. But uh, now we're uh, we are sticking it out and continuing on this journey. And I want to talk a little bit on a, a personal level about our relationship, and uh, and kind of tie a few things into the business that I want you to keep in mind. Um, first and foremost, I got to tell you, um, being married to Aaron is just the pleasure of my life. It's um, it's the biggest biggest prize in the world. And what she's given me are, are three little trophies to, uh, <laughs> to, to torment me forever. Uh, but my three kids are amazing and I owe it all to her. And I really owe re-raw to her. I owe my, my real estate business or I owe it all to her because without her support, the level that I operate on would be completely impossible. Uh, and on top of that, she, she manages not just to be the core of our family, but to ultimately be the biggest advocate, the biggest supporter of uh, of this business, of of our our forward momentum, of our family, of what we have at home, and uh, and on top of that, somewhere she manages to run her own business as well. And all of our businesses are are you know they belong to both of us, but we have different roles in them. And um, I wouldn't be able to do what I do in this in this business in this real estate industry um, without her support in more ways than one. But guys, it's it's easy to think about the marriage during the good times, right? But being married is hard. Being in any relationship is hard. Being in a partnership for business, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And one thing I think that is important to recognize is that, you know, when you get that big paycheck in real estate, right? Like it's easy to just feel good about. When you get that huge listing, it's easy to feel good about. We trick ourselves into thinking that everything is perfect and that, that everything's rosy. And while I don't think that the bad times define who we are, they don't define our relationship, they don't define our business or our marriage, the, the bad times oftentimes define our ability to carry on, our ability to recover, our ability to truly learn from our mistakes. And it's really just important for you guys to be able to apply that principle to your business. So I want to share a few things. Um, Aaron and I have been through a lot in our marriage. Uh, I was I was working in the corporate world when she and I actually originally got married, and eventually moved into uh, into real estate. Some of you have probably heard the story before. If you go back to episode zero, actually, where I kind of introduced the the show, introduced myself, give you a little bit of detail on that, you can learn um, from some of that. But I used to work for for Callaway Golf. Uh, spent some time with New Balance Footwear. And uh, all in sales positions, did some customer service at Callaway for a little bit as that was a pathway to get into sales. Uh, spent four years there, spent, spent about a year at New Balance and outside sales. And I've got corporate experience before both of those as well. But, you know, 
when I started transitioning into real estate, Aaron supported me. We, we, we knew it was a big risk. Um, she was still working. She still is working now. Uh, but we knew it was a big risk. We knew that it was, uh, it was betting on us, right? And uh, not just betting on us uh, from a business perspective, but as, as a couple, we had to be able to get through the stress of knowing that we were going from a, a, a six-figure income that I had to a zero income and trying to rebuild that. And over time, you know, it, it built back up. Uh, it actually built pretty quickly. Uh, I think I've shared with some of you, I did 180,000 GCI in my first year in real estate. I uh, gave a third of that away because I, I bought a lot of business. I, uh, meaning I made concessions. I did whatever I had to do to get a sign in the ground, to keep deals together, to do whatever needed to happen, right? Um, but I replaced my income uh, within a year. It took me five months to get my first listing. And uh, forget the business for a minute, just on a personal level, that's nerve wracking. It is definitely nerve wracking. But fast forward as the years go by and as business grows and develops and then as re-raw starts and, and we make investments into that and life happens and children come into the world, guys, marriage is tough. It's really, really tough. And one of the things that the priest who married has always said is, hey, you have to always remember why you said I do, why you said yes, why you really wanted to be together to begin with. And you know, we were reflecting on our anniversary. We went out to dinner. We went to a concert. Spent a night at a hotel. It was great. And um, we were reflecting on that. Like, what were the good times in the marriage? What What are the things we're most proud of? What is the what What's the What's the biggest, most impactful memory of our marriage so far? And there's so many. It's hard to just pin one down. But to get a little, you know, to get a little mushy with you guys, to get but but to really be serious and just to be transparent with you, you know. Some of my darkest times in my life have happened while I've been married to Aaron. The darkest times haven't been because of Aaron. Uh, they haven't been because of my family. Um, but we've gone through a lot of crazy financial stuff. Finances definitely test a marriage, right? And people go, well, how could you do that, James? You say that you're a six-figure agent, a multi-six-figure agent. You make it happen. Yeah, true. But we've chosen to make investments into Rera. We've chosen to make investments into Aaron's business, into our into our growth outside of just the real estate stuff, right? We've invested in our children, their education, and some of the things we've chosen to do with our money. And money gets tight, and things get stressful, and we help family, or we do this, or we do that, whatever it is, right? And your relationship gets tested, and your ability to be a good spouse, to be a good father. A uh, good husband, those things all get tested. Your friendship with your spouse, let alone your love, it all gets tested. And guys, I, I just have to say, um, the good times are so easy. I can have a good time with anybody who wants to have a good time. The question is, is who can you get through the bad times with? And one of the things I shared with Aaron, and one of the things I'll share with all of you guys is on a personal level, you know, the people that you surround yourself with have to help carry you through those challenging times, just in the same way that you've probably been there for, whether it's a spouse or friend or family, going through a hard time. The good escrows have to get you through uh, the bad escrows, right? You got to have that light. You got to have something that carries you through. But when Aaron and I said, I do, I wasn't just making a commitment for the rest of my life to have someone to share the good times with. I was making a promise to wade through shit together. I was making a promise that no matter how bad things got, whether it was between us, which it's not, but you know, the tough times, whether there's friction between us because of outlier circumstances or whatever, or just 
because things are tough or because money's tight or because we're making moves in business and and we got to you know we got to kind of like walk the tight rope for a little while right it doesn't matter what it is like we said i do to get through the hard times together too and those are the times that again i don't think necessarily define the marriage but define your ability to work together as a couple the easy stuff is easy the good times are always good it's easy to laugh with other people who are laughing. It's easy to be happy with other happy people. But who are you really wear, willing to like bear your soul to, right? Who are you willing to open up to, to be transparent with, right? And, um, and that's what I get from our marriage. That's what I get is that special, that special partnership, that love and that, and that trade together in our personal life. So how does all this apply to business? Well, it's tough, right? Because you can divorce your broker. <laughs> you, you can just leave immediately, right? But I want to talk a little bit about how th the same concept of a marriage, the same idea of who you surround yourself with, who you, who you marry in your business, your partner, um, your broker, the people you just expose yourself to, not like that, um, how much it matters. You know, it's easy to it's easy to walk away from your broker and go somewhere else but how do you how do you find yourself in a position where they can support you right because every broker's happy to take a split from you when you're closing a shitload of deals every broker's happy to just tell you make sure your files are uploaded in the system and uh, get the paperwork done that you're supposed to do and and here's your paycheck what's the broker doing for you when you're facing legal issues on a deal What's the broker doing for you when you're struggling? What's the broker doing for you when your own margins are tight, when you are having experiences in your personal life that maybe inhibit your business a little bit, that maybe get in your way? How are they supporting you? Eh, it doesn't mean they're going to cut you a paycheck. It doesn't mean that they owe you anything. But how are they supporting you? How does your brokerage handle the tough times? How does the broker handle your tough times? Are they there to take your calls when you actually need help? Or are they really just there to take a paycheck and you got to find your own help? Are the tools that they provide worth anything or can you actually stand on your own? Is the environment that they provide for you productive and positive? Or are they getting in your way? See, the important thing about my marriage is that Aaron doesn't stand in the way of what I want to do. And unless she's keeping from me, something from me, I don't think I'm standing in the way of what she wants to do. Ah, some of the growth gets stunted because we, well, we fuck up some of the, the money decisions every now and again, making an investment that we're like, ah, this will be awesome and it'll work overnight and it takes longer than anticipated, right? We got we to gotta wade through that, that swampy uh, crap together. But you know what? We're together through thick and thin. And it's important that I know I have someone who enhances my mindset, who provides a positive surrounding for me. It's not always easy. And when she's weak, I got to be that positive surrounding for her and vice versa. We get through it together. The saying we always have is, is we'll figure it out. But what kind of environment are you surrounding yourself with? What kind of business marriages do you have? What kind of relationships do you have in your professional life that could potentially be standing in your way? Is your brokerage supporting the decisions that you make? Are you allowed to truly be yourself? That's one thing I love about Erin is she always just, I, I can dork, dork out. You know, for our anniversary, we went to a Weird Al concert. It was so fun. We've, uh, we've actually been to a couple of Weird Al concerts before, several. She's, she's seen them more than I have. 
Um, but uh, we've been to several together and they're just so fun. It's because the, the music isn't like the normal stuff that you can go see or listen to, right? It's like you can totally dork out to it. You just be a couple of nerds together and just listen to these like ridiculous songs that you strangely know the words to and you're just having fun. It's nothing but smiles and, you know, whatever. But that's what you need from your broker too because you need in your business to be able to just be you because you are like your greatest opportunity in this business. People need to know who you are because people want to work with people, right? So you need a marriage in your business that allows you to just be your true self, but to support you in your growth, to support the direction that you want to go, to support the bets that you're going to make on yourself. And if you have a partner in the business, the very same. Partnerships in real estate can be really, really challenging because oftentimes it's not a, it's not a marriage that uh, is totally selfless. You know, it's all about what can I get for me? And, and the reason Aaron and I work together is because what we want for ourselves, we also want for one another. And the reason we oftentimes want things for ourselves is because it serves the other person. It serves the family. It serves our long-term goal, right? So I guess I'm being kind of weird, like blending the, uh, the personal and the business, but I look at everything that happens in my real estate business as a marriage, as a relationship, right? Who do I have in my groups? Who's, who's in my Facebook group? Who's in my Reraw 100? Who participates in, in the, the, the stuff that I do with Reraw? Who supports the, the bigger picture, the bigger message? Those are the people I want to surround myself with. Now, it doesn't mean that everybody has to be in alignment with exactly how I think or feel or do right? Because it's important to have people that challenge, that play that devil's advocate so that it keeps us on our toes. We don't get complacent. We're always adjusting and, and doing that stuff, right? But doing so in a positive and constructive way. Who are the people that you have in your life, in your personal life, or in your business? Why did you say I do to them? You know, it's very clarifying when you're in a vulnerable place why, like, I want you to think, like, whether it's uh, in business or personal, when you're in a vulnerable spot, think of a time that you've been vulnerable, business or personal, like I said, doesn't matter. And think about who was there for you. If it was your business, how, how did the broker support you in a tough deal? How did your colleagues support you in a tough deal? How did the people that you rely on in your business support you through a difficult time? Were they really there? Did anyone serve you? And if not, you need to think about that. You need to think about who you align with. Why did they not support you? Is, there, is, is it because you're so fucking selfish? I don't know. Maybe it is. But think about that. Use that as an opportunity. But for me, when I look at my marriage, I love the happy times. But I really look at the challenging times, not the exact situations, right? I mean, I, you can, but I'm talking on a higher level here. Like, I can just look at and reflect on the times that things have been difficult. And how we navigated those times is just what defines our ability to kick ass together. How we supported one another, how we were there for each other. We didn't always have the best solution to the problem, but we fucking found it and did it together. And that's what I want for you guys in your business. Navigate those problems, right? Who helped you get through those times? Who helped you navigate? Who was really there? Were you in an environment that supported a positive growth during those times. The difficult times don't have to define us, but how we handle the difficult times not only define us, but the people that we're around. It's very clarifying. And the beautiful thing is the true heart comes out 
when it's not easy. The true heart comes out when it's not easy. So I just want to give you encouragement that if you're having a tough time in your business, don't look first at your bank account. Don't look first at the tools that the broker provides. Don't look, don't look first at all those things. Don't look first at who to blame, but look first at the environment that you're in and the people that you surround yourself with. And if they're not moving you forward, then you need to politely excuse yourself because they're not moving you the right direction. Then I want you to start looking at the things like the tools and do they, do they work well with your business and do you have enough of your own support infrastructure on your own that like if, if the broker disappeared, then you could still stand on your own two feet. But don't, don't just hang your license somewhere because it's a good split. Hang your license somewhere because you get good support. Hang your license somewhere because they're in alignment with your direction. They're there to actually help you navigate on that map. They're not just there to take your money, okay? They're there to actually help you, like hold your hand and help you get through the tough times. Easy times are easy. The tough times you need help. The tough times you need that extra support. They're going to answer the phone. They're going to shit on you because you're not doing things exactly their way. They're going to give you the freedom to be you. My marriage gives me the freedom to be me. And it makes me the best person that I could possibly be for my family. I'm not perfect by any means. There's plenty of stuff that I work on regularly. Um, but the fact that I have support in my corner, the fact that I said I do to a woman who supports through the difficult times as well, the person who's there for me, that's why I said I do. Is to have that, that companion, that partnership, and that level of understanding that when I'm in my most vulnerable place, and when we together are in our most vulnerable place or when our businesses are in a vulnerable place, we're there for one another. And the people we choose to surround ourselves with understand that as well. So that's the message I have for you today. Look at your marriage for your business. Look at your marriage and your personal life. Look at your relationships. Look at your environment. Give yourself an opportunity to evaluate. There's too many people that don't take those, you know, perceived little things seriously. Those little things are oftentimes the most important and um, they're very foundational and fundamental to your business and your life. So keep that in mind. I wanted to uh, give you guys some of that personal support today because I think that uh, this, this business is blood, sweat, and tears. And this business is one of the most personal it, it, it could possibly be. Not just because of how we're involved in other people's lives, but because of how much of our own personal life we have to put into our business right? In some ways, we're very much on call. In some ways, it's hard to set perfect boundaries because everybody that we work with has such a different schedule. It's no, there's, no, there's no perfect system, right? So it's very important on a personal level that you are in alignment and on your side with your relationships and your environment and all that. All right. Hey guys, remember something. Um, you have access to a free Facebook group, tons of value. It's reraw.com forward slash FB. So reraw.com forward slash FB for Facebook. And uh, you can hop over there. This group is only for active realtors. And just so you know, I know that I have some products through reraw. Uh, there are no other vendors in that group. There are zero vendors in that group. It is not one big pitch fest. I'm here to help you grow your business. I do not allow vendors in that group because uh, I'm not interested in their sales pitches. I'm, the group is for active agents, period. Not pre-licensed, not, uh, not anybody else. It is, it is literally just active realtors. Um, so if you're an active realtor and you want to be in that group, I'd love to have you. And I uh, greatly appreciate you sharing it with any friends, colleagues, and companions that you think would also benefit from that group. You guys remember something, real agents work. Make sure you're one of them. Have the best one.